Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of Building Success, a real estate podcast. I am Nicholas Frank, and once again, I'll be your guide as we talk to some of the best and brightest in the world of real estate tech, operations, and financials. This podcast would not exist without you as listeners, so if you like what you hear, we'd love to know it. I would love to know it. Subscribe on iTunes um, or your favorite podcast app. When applicable, please give us reviews and ratings. Um, And really, let us know how we're doing and if this information is valuable to you so that we know where we should be taking this podcast in the future. So today I am speaking with Abhinav Samani. He is the CEO of Leverton. Uh, They're in the business of artificial intelligence. And we are going to talk today about how artificial intelligence relates to real estate. Uh, It was a really good conversation. We just wrapped up a couple of minutes ago. And I am very excited to share this this podcast with you. Um, you may have noticed that the intro music was a little bit different this week, and we'll also get into why that is coming up here in just a couple of seconds. So without further ado, this is Building Success, and this is Abhinav Samani from Leverton. So I am here with Abhinav Samani, the CEO of Leverton. Thank you for joining me today, Abe. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nick. And I wanted to, before we actually get into the topic today, um, some of our listeners may have noticed that the music at the beginning of this episode was different from what we've normally played. And that's because Abhinav is actually a DJ, a CEO moonlighting as a DJ. Uh, How long have you been making music? I uh, probably started around sixth or seventh grade. Um, you know, I've always played a variety of different instruments and uh, started getting into different types of music production at an early age uh, and have sort of kept up with it uh, as a hobby, uh, sort of as a stress relief too from the daily grind. Sure, sure. And has that has that paved the way for you in terms of, you know, that creative side blending into your entrepreneurial side? Absolutely. Um, look, I think uh, all uh, uh, entrepreneurs and geniuses everywhere need some sort of outlet, that energy, and, and use some creative juices. Think a little bit outside of the box. Um, music composition, uh, production, making uh, dance music um, is is a lot like any other job and task. You have to kind of uh, see the vision. You have to know what you want to do, lay out a project plan, and then start executing. Uh, so. You know, in certain ways, it's it's similar to to what I'm doing uh, here at Leverton too. That's that's great. Why don't you why don't you kind of start with a little bit about your background? As I kind of alluded to, you've worked in entrepreneurship as well, um, the musician aspect of it. Where where did you come from that brought you to the point where you're working in artificial intelligence now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's funny, actually. Um, I started my career on Wall Street. I actually worked for investment banking and private equity firms for many years uh, in New York uh, and London. And um, so I, I had spent a lot of time kind of doing the analyst and associate grind. And uh, I left to start uh, some investments in commercial real estate, actually. Um, and we had a fund that we set up in the South of the United States where we started investing in office properties called Priam Capital. 
and was pretty successful at that, so really liked the real estate side. Um, but always had this pain that I always want to do something in technology. My parents were in IT, and I always thought that uh, there, there was cool stuff going on in emerging. And I ended up working for a company that built automation solutions uh, for the enterprise market, like SAP and Oracle and Amazon, and uh, built out uh, a good portion of their U.S. business. And that's where uh, the Leverton folks found me and said, hey, you know, we've got some really cool tech in Europe in that, that's based in Berlin. We met for coffee for an hour, and uh, we just clicked, and I said, i got to be part of this team. And that was about two years ago, and uh, here I am sitting in Berlin, 30% of my time, and uh, uh, really excited and passionate about artificial intelligence and, and what we're doing for both the real estate market and other markets globally. So I know very little about artificial intelligence, and... Marry that with the fact that I know even less about artificial intelligence as it may relate to real estate and data. Um, can you give someone like me the, the layman's terms maybe of, of what AI is? And I know that a phrase that I've heard you use before is deep learning functionality and technology. If you could kind of give a brief overview of what that is. So look, artificial intelligence um, you know, from, from a cultural perspective is something that has been ingrained to us in sort of the days of the Terminator, right? And this yeah. sort of concept of this all omniscient being that uh, is out there to destroy the world. Um, today, what we get is that artificial intelligence is really more like augmented intelligence. It's uh, an ability to use technology to do things faster and better. Um, and really what we are trying to do with machine and deep learning, which is a subset, is we're trying to actually replicate the way that the human brain works and operates uh, through something called a neural network. So your brain is actually the largest and fastest and most powerful computer that ever could exist, and constantly it's processing billions and billions of decisions all the time and simultaneously. Uh, for example, you're brewing right now, you're talking, you're thinking about what you're going to say next, you may uh, be also twitching, you may be scratching your leg. You're doing things both consciously and, and unconsciously, uh, and your brain just processing tons of information all the time. Now, our computer software and our processors aren't powerful enough to multitask like that. It's not sophisticated enough to replicate the human brain. What we have to do is we have to pick singular tasks to use artificial intelligence for. So it could be something like um, you know, a chatbot that would automatically respond to questions when you ask for it. It could be um, something like a driverless car, where it's learned how to process um, signal data uh, at traffic stops and, and, and know when to push the gas pedal or not. So we have to get very, very particular directives um, and then we can use AI essentially to accelerate business processes or make things faster or automate things like that. But at the end of the day, in a nutshell, it's, it's pretty simple, right? It's, it's, it's trying to replicate the way the human brain works and behaves. And a lot of that's already being done in multiple areas of technology. And you probably even the, the Alexa type things where they're responding to your commands and providing you the information is all a part of that as well, right? Absolutely. Look, the mantra for uh, this decade is that data is God, right? So data is God. And data is driving all of this machine and deep learning. So companies like Google, Facebook, Alexa, uh, from Amazon, um, IBM Watson, for example, they're, they're bringing in 
tons and tons of data because a lot of them are consumer facing, right? Yeah. So there's an endless supply of data that Google's getting because every time you search, you're searching like 30 times a day on average. Um, you're just giving your data up freely. You're pretty much giving Google your data. They're, they're doing all kinds of mining on it and they're figuring stuff out and they're making their AI smarter. In the enterprise world, that's a lot more challenging. The data is typically limited. You have less of it. It's usually highly restricted by companies who want to keep their information private and they're not really sharing it. So the ability to uh, create and deploy artificial intelligence in the enterprise world is, is a lot more challenging than the consumer world because that data flow isn't as free. So what we have to do is we have to make even more sophisticated algorithms that can use less data but be just as smart. Okay. And so this this podcast is, is based in real estate and I know Leverton works with AI for the real estate market. How how do these technologies apply in this industry? Sure. So um, there's no question that real estate as a whole is actually more of a laggard in the technology universe. Uh, they're usually one of the late, later or last stage adopters. Um, and that's typically because if you think about a commercial real estate transaction, for example, it's a large building. It's usually a 60 to 75 day process. Uh, you don't have to transact really quickly uh, at the speed of sound and speed of light the way that, you know, if you're a hedge fund trying to do arbitrage trading or you are a big multinational trying to, you know, buy and sell lots of goods, you want that to happen really quickly. Real estate just, you know, moves a little bit like molasses, but, you know, there, there's a lot of transaction work, there's a lot of due diligence, there's a lot of moving parts. And then even once you own the assets, there's a lot of work to maintain them, to administer them, to collect, uh, to lease payments, rent payments, and for the lessees to make rent payments, et cetera. So there's always multiple parties. You've got brokers, capital markets guys, you've got law firms, you've got auditors, you've got uh, accountants. So the whole works, right? Mm -hmm. What we have done is we've picked a certain aspect of real estate that has been really annoying and very manually uh, laborful, you can say, uh, for the past uh, uh, you know 40 or 50 years. And that's this uh, concept of a lease abstraction or pulling data out of a real estate lease. Uh, leases are pretty much the DNA of the real estate world. They dictate, you know, when do you make payments? How do you make them? When do you have the right to terminate? When do you have the right to renew your lease? You know, who can audit your, your financial statements? Um, all sorts of things in terms of what's your contractual obligations. And all of these documents, uh, you know, in the U.S. and globally, for example, are written completely different from each other. There's no standardization. They're written by all different law firms that use all different language and jargon. And usually they're like 100 pages long, so they're really cumbersome to get to. The typical real estate lease today takes an average of four to eight hours to fully abstract. That means to get the data out. And that's usually done in like Microsoft Excel or Word. Um, and it's not really what we would call structured data. It's not really reusable data that you can do analytics on. It's kind of like finding an answer and pulling out the entire paragraph to get the answer. Uh, so what we've done is we've said, hey, uh, let's develop a platform where you can drag and drop these leases in or any contract in. And based on the information you want to ask our artificial intelligence, we can help to automate or semi-automate that process of getting those answers out. And we can reduce substantially the amount of time that it takes to abstract and get you better accuracy. And of course, from the commercial side, try to reduce your overall cost basis as well. Okay. And so one word that just stuck out to me is accuracy. And I have a feeling that 
again, with the real estate industry kind of being the laggard in terms of adopting technology, is there hesitancy or I guess better question is, should there be any sort of apprehension from people to embrace this kind of technology? Look, um, you know, a lot of folks ask me, you know, who is your competitor? What other technologies do you compete with in the market? I said, guys, 95% of the time, we're not competing with any other technologies or, or any group of people. We're competing against inertia or rather the willingness to change or not change. Um, so it's, it is a challenge to get companies to see that this is a valuable service, that this can actually produce better results. Um, because we're asking them to think about the world in a different way than they thought about it for the past 30 or 40 years. Um, and a lot of real estate folks are very comfortable with the life that they've made for themselves, the way that the bread and butter kind of system works. But all of that is changing, and it's changing really fast. Things are getting more and more competitive every day. Uh, market valuations are, are moving, and all asset prices are sort of correlated. Um, people are searching harder and harder for alpha or return, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is reducing cost basis about doing things more efficiently and gaining insights from your data. All of this AI stuff is directly correlated and connected to big data analytics, right? Another big buzzword. Um, and these uh, landlords and uh, lessees and brokers in capital markets are sitting on hundreds and millions of such valuable information stuck inside their real estate leases that are just images in the form of PDFs that they're not really utilizing. They're not doing any sort of statistical analysis on. What we're doing is giving folks a platform by which we can turn your data into structured data and you can make better decisions from it um, and start to really harness the power of that so you can be more competitive in the space that you operate. And I love, you said valuable information and people say that all the time, but then you reiterated, and one of the reasons I want to speak to you, I was, I was reading one of your blog posts, and you, you were quoted as saying, data is the currency of the future, um, and it's the building blocks upon which all future management decisions will be made. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because you always hear about information being valuable, but really there's, there's a price tag to that in how it gets utilized, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Look, and, and, I, and I don't like to talk about these things esoterically or philosophically. I'll, I'll give you some real examples. Right now, the retail industry uh, is getting crushed. Storefronts are closing down left and right all across the country. Malls are, are completely ghost towns. And uh, luxury retailers, sporting goods stores, bookstores, uh, even big uh, department stores are now uh, – rethinking their entire strategy as more and more stuff goes to online. And that is a huge impact for real estate globally. Um, what these guys have is complicated real estate leases that they've entered into that have specific terms or conditions that allow them to leave a lease uh, should, for example, an anchor tenant leave a mall or a premises. And somebody needs to do that evaluation and do the statistical analysis and the risk evaluation of all these terms and conditions that are contained in a lease. In our platform, we abstract all that data. It's all structured. And across your 500 lease portfolio, I can quickly tell you within a matter of seconds how many of your leases have no renewal options and are going to terminate in the next 12 months, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the data that we can then use and also send for post-processing to other platforms such as ERP systems, lease administration systems, um, systems like MRI, where you can do even more sort of post-processing with the data. Yeah, and... So it's funny. I'm I'm starting to kind of come around to some of these some of these ideas, and I think 
where my head was at at the beginning of this conversation is that a lot of this technology is about time savings. And obviously that is a big factor here and a big, you know, benefit to people, but really the decision management and the ability to take this information and move your company forward based on on this new and detailed information that you get is really the big benefit and driver here. Absolutely. The short term uh, view is that we'll save you time, we'll save you money by utilizing artificial intelligence in, in your practice, right? The long-term view is that you're building a repository of structured data that you can then use to make better management decisions for the future, right? And that's the long view. And that's really where you can become very profitable and very, uh, you know, competitive uh, in in any industry that you're operating in. Yeah, absolutely. So so tell me, what's what's new at Leverton? What are some of the new and exciting things you are looking at doing in the next year or so? Look, uh, for us, uh, we're always looking to innovate and build a better platform. Uh, we're in tune to, you know, listening to our customers and what would they like to see. Um, you know, one of the really cool projects that our R&D team is going to be working on is uh, a recommendations engine, right, where we take a look at all this data that we're now aggregating using AI and then utilizing AI to actually help our customers to make inferences. So, uh, you know, maybe not tomorrow, but uh, in the near future, you may be able to ask Leverton a question the same way you ask Siri a question about your real estate leases. Or maybe it's not even real estate related. Maybe it's uh, all your employment contracts. Maybe it's your non-disclosure agreements. Or maybe it's your uh, uh, invoices. So it really could be any type of document. It could be across 30 different languages that we support, so big international companies. You have a Japanese lease, you have an English lease, you have a German lease, you want to compare and contrast terms across them. You know, we can definitely assist in in kind of helping to homogenize that data. Um, And moreover, we're trying to work on integrations with other platforms. Um, The benefit about building a software as a service application in today's age um, is that everybody is working on APIs, application programming interfaces, and those are basically the plug-in sockets of the future. Um, And it allows every single uh, software out there to talk to each other, share data, work in collaboration, and ultimately deliver the best benefits that you can for customers. Um, and it's something that you know we've done uh, pretty successfully with uh, administration systems um, such as MRI and other folks out there. So we're, we're super excited to continue to develop those platforms. Awesome. Well, Abhinav, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I really appreciate you and uh, your insights into this. Like I said, area of real estate that I I had really no information or knowledge of up until this point. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'll send you tickets to my next concert. Fantastic. Fantastic. If uh, you want more information, please visit leverton.ai. You might even be able to find Abhinav on LinkedIn and maybe uh, start sourcing out some of his music as well that we'll, we'll outro with here. But Uh, That will do it for us here at Building Success. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please give us some love on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And until next time, we will see you later.